into the world of find your own marketing business, explore a variety of trends in the creative landscape, getting insider knowledge from the industry's best. You are just proud to present Mind Your Own Marketing Business with host Joe Barsness. Thanks for joining us on Mind Your Own Marketing Business. I'm Joe Barsness, head of web and mobile development team Fjord. And today in our show, we'll be talking with Adam Smarchin about his full service integrated B2B agency, Altitude Marketing. Welcome to the show, Adam. Happy to be here, Joe. All right. Thank you for uh, doing this remotely in the COVID-19 times. So please excuse any background noise on, on either end for this show. Um, Adam, I want to jump right in. Uh, can you tell uh, me a little bit in, about your agency, Altitude? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, be happy to. Uh, so we just turned 16 years old last week. Uh, happy birthday to us. Uh, we, as you noted, are a full-service uh, B2B agency. The core model is that we can be your entire marketing department. and We can drop in here and do everything from creative to web to content to social to PR. Uh, in many cases, we also fill holes within larger departments. So say you have three to four folks internally doing a variety of things, but you need to increase your content bandwidth or you need support with a product launch or marketing strategy, uh, we're able to come in as, as a point solution provider as well. Got it. Can you tell us um, uh, where your office is located? Because we're in Minneapolis and I know you're uh, a ways away. So tell the guests where you, where you guys are located and then about how many full-time equivalents do you have? Absolutely. Uh, we are a ways away. Uh, so we are in Amass, Pennsylvania, which you've never heard of. Uh, we are outside of Allentown, Pennsylvania, which you may have heard of from the Billy Joel song, which actually isn't about Allentown, but we won't dive into that. Uh, on a map, we are due west of New York City, due north of Philadelphia, about an hour from either one. In terms of full-time equivalents, I believe the current count is 23 or 24. I uh, would normally say here uh, in a mass. However, we are scattered all over eastern Pennsylvania at the moment at our respective homes. Great, great. Thanks for sharing a little bit of an overview about Altitude. Uh, I want to know, uh, going a little ways back in, in your career, when we did some prep, I thought you had an interesting background. Uh, tell us about uh, how you got to where you are. How I got to where I am. I am... Probably pretty unique there, at least I would imagine so. Uh, Like a lot of folks back in the 90s and early 2000s, I was in newspapers. Uh, Newspapers are a little bit smaller than they used to be, unfortunately, which is a little sad, but so it goes. Uh, But back in 1999, 2000, 2001, uh, this thing called the internet was starting to happen. So we had these wild ideas at uh, the Cape Cod Times and the Patriot Ledger in Quincy, Massachusetts, and the Morning Call here in Allentown uh, that we would start to put content online. Uh, now, in these days, uh, what did that consist of? Well, it was basically at 1 a.m., you would grab everything out of the content management system, copy and paste it onto the web, and it would all go live at 6 a.m. Uh, alongside the paper. Obviously, things have, have evolved quite a bit since then. Uh, the lifeblood of, of most media now is, is digital uh, and is online. Um, now, what was neat uh, for me personally is I was in sports. Right? I ran uh, national sports for the Metro chain, uh, which you may remember uh, in Philly, New York, and Boston in, in years sure. back. Um, 
So what does that entail? Well, it's a lot of analytics. It's a lot of analysis. Uh, it is very, very tight and strict deadlines, uh, all of which translates, frankly, really well to the world of marketing and, frankly, really, really well to the world of, of B2B marketing. So the transition from me going from a newspaper uh, into a content producer role uh, here at Altitude uh, and since then uh, up through you know, director of content, through a VP of innovation, and now my current role as chief strategy officer, uh, was actually pretty smooth. It, it was very interesting. Uh, so if there's a, a time for unsolicited advice, uh, it's for young folks to learn to write, uh, learn to communicate really well and very clearly, and more than anything else, uh, be able to work flexibly and hit deadlines that, that seem uh, pretty impossible. Yeah, that's great. And you use a lot of those skills in what you're doing today, right, as you described, correct? Literally constantly. Um, yeah. Every single thing I learned at, at a newspaper has translated over. Um, was there something, a decision point when you transferred from, is it because of the, the, um, the downturn in the newspapers or did you see yourself being in the place that you are a ways back? The honest answer to that is, is what I was doing at papers was an amazing job in my 20s, right? You know, you're 23, 24 years old. You're cool with working, you know, 4 to 12. Uh, it's pretty fantastic to be covering, you know, the Patriots like I was doing and covering the Flyers like I did for a while and, you know, cover U.S. soccer and MLS for a while. That's all That's all really neat. Um, but now we're talking, you know, 10 years ago at this point. So things were starting to decline. The writing was, was on the wall uh, when it came to newspapers especially and media in general. Um, and at some point, you know, you kind of the, the, the 4 to 12, when, when your wife's working a 9 to 5, uh, loses its appeal uh, after a little while. So she and I both uh, went from the media side uh, into the marketing side of things, uh, actually working the same schedule now, uh, which enables us to, I would say, normally go to the office and, and have a, a normal life. Um, but right now, it's, you know, she goes to one guest bedroom, I go to another guest bedroom, and that's our commute. There you go. Uh, so in your... In your career with Altitude, what's the coolest thing that you've done um, as a partner there? Absolutely. Uh, so it's a really interesting agency uh, because, like I said, we're a pure play B2B agency. And, and within that, we are at our best when we're working in weird and obscure places. So here as a partner, you know, not just me, but, but everyone in the agency uh, gets to learn, frankly, weird things, um, which is kind of neat. Right, I had no idea uh, how pet food was made at scale. Right, and now have I seen uh, you know fifty-five gallon drum of kangaroo slurry in my career? Well, yeah, I, I have. Um, neat or not, I, I will tell you, my dog did not leave me alone for a couple of days after that one. <laughs> um, you know, and you know, learning about things like derivative accounting and and the way uh, Fortune one hundred companies protect themselves from. And, you know, currency changes, right? That's pretty neat stuff if you have a, a bit of a nerdy bent to you. Um, the way that, that the family entertainment and amusement park space really works behind the scenes, uh, the way that the attractions uh, that we all go to with our kids are actually created and commercialized. So just this, this way that we are able here to deal with uh, really neat and really niche spaces um, and learn, like I said, what goes on behind the scenes, uh, but more than that, uh, be able to help these companies um, turn something that they do really well into something that is effectively commercialized. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I think, you know, some people have an opportunity to really get in, in the weeds with some of their clients and learn about their um, production and, and beyond, and that's always an, 
interesting thing that uh, you get different insights into. And it sounds like you've had a chance to do a few different uh few different things in that case. A, so. a, a few is a good way of putting it. And I, I pretty much guarantee that's the first time and probably the last time the words kangaroo slurry appears on your show. Right. <laughs> All right. So um, I want to transition a little bit. And thanks for the background on you and, and, and your business and your team. Um, I want to talk um, uh, a little bit about the type of work that you do. Can you give a, a list, some listeners um, a pointer or two on, on the t how you do the type of work you do effectively? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so th the core of everything we do is strategy. Right? And, and that's something that almost every agency is going to say. But, but for us, it is, it's true in spades. Um, we can go and execute tactically, spin something up tomorrow, and have it look really good and have it maybe resonate with the market. The fact of the matter is our clients are making an investment in us, they're making an investment in the relationship, and, and they're making an investment in themselves. So what we need to do uh, early on is focus you know, anywhere from weeks to months into uh, not only building the brand, uh, but building the plan and the strategy for the brand. So that's the visuals, obviously. That moves into you know, the verbals, right? The way one uh, thinks and talks and writes and feels about the brand. Uh, and then it goes into the audience, right? Who are we trying to reach and, and how are we likely to reach them? So that's our, our strategic team. And then that, you know, really works its way down into everything else that we do, right? You know, an editorial calendar isn't just a list of blog topics or articles. Uh, it's a strategy, right? It's something that, that is put together uh, with the goals of, you know, it could be SEO, right? It could be, you know, thought leadership out in the marketplace. It could be establishing personal brand uh, for a member or members of the C-suite, right? You know, creative here uh, really comes, again, from that strategy. Just about any agency can make something that looks good. Um, we have some amazing creatives who, number one, makes th make things that look good, uh, but number two, make things that look good, that resonate with the audience and actually drive uh, real business results. And the same goes down to the web, right? You can create a website. You guys know that uh, very well. You can create a website, but can you create a website that number one is going to convert, right? Number two is going to attract, uh, and number three uh, performs really well, right? It's very difficult uh, these days to make something that you know number one you know hits every accessibility standard, hits every performance standard. Um, so it's really all it's all much deeper uh, than it seems uh, at the top. Uh, but when you really get into things and are really able. Uh, to plan effectively, like I said, strategize effectively, uh, like I said, and create a, a whole that's greater than the sum of the parts, um, then you've really done something special. Right. A little technical knowledge goes a long way in that world. A right? little technical knowledge goes a long way in this world, absolutely. <laughs> what, absolutely. <laughs> what are the, um, what are, I always like, do you feel are the common myths or mi misconceptions about what you do on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. So I think the, the biggest one, um, and this sounds a little flip, but it's that we are putting the voice of a brand out there. And, and what do I mean by that? Well, the, the expression that, that we're fond of here is that your feelings and my feelings don't matter, right? At the end of the day, uh, if I don't like purple, but my target audience loves purple, I need to make something that's purple, right? If I have something to say to the market, it doesn't really matter what I have to say to the market. It's what the market wants and what the market needs. So 
when we've worked with clients who are willing and able to approach it from that perspective, which is to say uh, they're going out there and not saying, here's what I think, here's what I feel, here's what I believe, and here's what I want. It's here's how I meet a pressing need that actually exists and do it in a way, uh, again, that is going to resonate with the market. Um, That's where they've seen the most success. Got it. Yeah, I've had... I've had some experience in, in a little bit with the, your example that you give and maybe a little flipped as well. So my first job out of college, um, I was a marketing major um, and business major, and I went to uh, Target in Minneapolis. That's a large mm-hmm. uh, employer of newly graduated individuals. And my first assignment was on the merchant side, so buying. And I was buying infant clothing as a 22-year-old male who did not know what a onesie was when I went to my first purchasing meeting. Um, And what I also had was a a number of very fashion-focused co-workers. And I realized that what my role was on this team was to steer clear of the, I think this is cute, I think this is pretty, Mm -hmm. I think this is this it i was there to go okay but is everybody going to think that right mm-hmm. and i was kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum um so it was a very uh, interesting couple years in that department as a 22 year old male with no fashion experience and no child experience buying clothing for infants um but when i got when i had children later mm-hmm. uh, that was very helpful absolutely so that's kind of taking your uh, your misconception and, and kind of putting what, how it, you know, I ran into that and, and why best practices or what you feel you have to go with what your clients are going mm-hmm. to, to use versus what you personally think is going to be best. Precisely. Great. Cool. Um, thank you for sharing. Um, I want to delve in uh, to a, a little bit deeper into uh, some of the things that um, we talked about in, in preparation. Um, and so I want to talk a little bit about um, how you, your team does your work effectively, right? So how are you doing it? What are the tools that you're using? What are the, um, what are the different things that you guys go to on a daily basis? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so as, as you would imagine, that, that is very different uh, department by department. Um, I will say that for me, uh, you know, I begin and end my day in Excel. I happen to have a lot of good fun in Excel. Um, I'm relatively rare in that respect when it comes to the uh, the creative side of the agency, but that's okay. Uh, on the content side, I will say one thing that we can't live without uh, is a tool called Hemingway. I believe it's HemingwayApp.com. It's really tremendous uh, as a writing tool. And so what it does is it essentially, in real time, will point out your sentences that are too long. It will point out unnecessary adverbs. It will point out uh, where there's a simpler word or a simpler turn of phrase uh, that you could be using. Uh, so why does that matter? Well, number one, readability is an underpinning of SEO, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, but number two, uh, it makes your content that much more accessible. It really makes you think and budget for uh, every single word, uh, every single piece of punctuation uh, that you're using. So left to your own devices, it's very easy to, you know, like I said, overly use adverbs to get way too verbose, you know, to go with m dash upon m dash and semicolon upon semicolon. Uh, Hemingway breaks you of that by literally highlighting the stuff you should change and saying, look, change this. So huge fan of that. 
Wow. Yeah. yeah never heard of it. Yeah. Is there anything else that you guys use? Uh, yeah, so on, on the design and, and web side of things, uh, we are a sketch shop. You know, everyone has their favorite prototyping application. Uh, we happen to like sketch quite a bit. Uh, they've rolled out their cloud uh, here in the last year or so. It's gotten really nice uh, as, as far as a workflow tool, as far as a sharing tool. Um, when you layer in um, some of the, the third-party plugins, you can actually create very powerful prototypes, uh, which have enabled us uh, to get work done a whole lot faster and a whole lot easier uh, than we used to. You don't make a client uh, think about something. Here's what it could look like. Imagine. Sure. You're actually able to show them uh, very, very rapidly. Got it. Yeah, we use that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Anything else? Sure. Um, so another big one for us uh, that we use actually in a lot of ways is, is a tool called Unbounce. Uh, you might be familiar with Unbounce as a landing page builder. That's how it came to market uh, quite a while ago. That's how it grew. Um, but really what it is, it's a very powerful, uh, almost universal builder on the web. You know, if you imagine a completely no-code, uh, very lightweight uh, CMS that's self-hosted, uh, that's what Unbounce is. Uh, and that's enabled us uh, to really push uh, some bounds and, and really you know, change um, some workflows that, you know, frankly, wouldn't have been possible in the past. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, WordPress development, which is typically how we do things, is anywhere from a three to four month process. If you're going soup to nuts, I mean, there's four to five weeks of programming in there, completely non-negotiable. Uh, with Unbounce, uh, we've stood up sites in literally a day. Now, they're, they're single-paid sites. You know, sometimes you'll have pop-up functionality or pass-through links and other pieces like that. So it's not going to be as robust as, as a full-on WordPress build or another enterprise CMS. Uh, but the ability to do that is, is completely invaluable right? when we have a tight deadline or we have to respond to an ongoing scenario, uh, frankly, like COVID, uh, very, very rapidly and without the need to go in uh, and work on the code or, or the programming side of things. Got it. And, and that's a tool that you guys have used quite a bit, correct? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Literally couldn't live without it. Uh, a core a strategic partner of ours that they're just fantastic to work with. Uh, but anything from conversion rate optimization to, like I said, landing pages for digital ads, which is your more traditional use case. Uh, we've built you know, what amount to, to conference apps, right? mobile apps that, that someone can use uh, when they're you know, at a conference, which is something that we might do again in the future. Um, you know, using their tool, uh, it's all hosted right there. It's all built right there. It's all very rapid. Uh, really couldn't uh, couldn't say enough good things about it. Got a couple questions about it. Um, is it um, how what, what's the is there a monthly cost or an ongoing cost that you're paying for for this mm-hmm. um, as a as a user? Yeah, yeah. So, so they have some relatively uh, lightweight plans, uh, starting probably around fifty dollars a month, um, and then you know getting up into into the hundreds if you're using it very very heavily. Uh, ultimately, it's throttled by the number of pages or sites you're able to build, uh, the number of landing pages um, or sticky bars or pop-ups, and then finally there's there's restrictions around traffic. Yeah, got it. And are there like any things that our our users or our listeners, excuse me? Um, could benefit from an experienced user telling me, like, here are the like the biggest pros and maybe a couple cons to, mm-hmm. to using Unbounce as a landing page creator. Absolutely. So I, I will tell you two uh, things I wish I had known when I started with it. There you uh, go. Number one, uh, label your elements, label your elements, label your elements. Um, 
on a small page, it's no big deal if you have five or six images. When you do something bigger like a conference app and you have 400 uh, individual text boxes going on, uh, it's really helpful to be able to know where they are, know what they are, um, and then be able to go and, and rapidly search them out, change them, uh, any of those things. And then second to that is one thing that gets a little funny with it is it doesn't work on a fully fluid responsive grid. So what do I mean by that? Well, a typical site, like I said, that we'll build in WordPress is responding um, constantly even between breakpoints, right? Items sure. are resizing, you know, items are moving depending on where you're at. Unbounce uses a static breakpoint uh, at around 600 pixels. So if you are above 600, it's going to show the desktop view. If you're at, at or below 600, it's going to show your mobile view. And what it does is it will actually uh, crop from the right-hand side uh, when you get to smaller browsers that are still bigger than 600. So if someone's on a small laptop and their browser is, let's say, 800 pixels wide, uh, they are actually going to see a cropped version of your page, and you're going to lose a lot of your content along the right edge. So we always advise uh, our team and, and we advise our clients to keep any critical items like calls to action or big important copy uh, toward the left-hand side of the page at the very worst uh, to the middle of the page. You never want to uh, write a line of big important things. Sure, sure. Got it. And how would somebody get started with this tool? Sure. Uh, it's very simple. Uh, it's over at unbounce.com. Uh, I believe you'll, you can actually provide a link. Uh, we can give a, a code if you follow our link to give you 20% off uh, for, I believe, the first three months, uh, which is pretty fantastic. Uh, there's a free trial in there as well. I think you can try it uh, completely obligation-free for, for about two weeks. So really can't recommend it enough, um, whether you're WordPress, whether you're any other uh, type of site, or whether you don't have a site at all and you need something spun up uh, at a root domain, you can go ahead and build it there. Root domain, you can go ahead and build it there very, very rapidly. Great. We've time to wrap. So that's it for today on Mind Your Own Marketing Business. Um, I want to make sure that we uh, give you some information about where to find Adam. Uh, so his business is altitudemarketing.com. And on Twitter, they are at at Team Altitude. Um, we will also be sharing these links in our show notes as well as that discount coupon for Unbounce. Uh, thank you so much for being on the, the show, Adam, and uh, we look forward to connecting with you soon. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.